Blog Talk Radio. Today radio episode here on the Psychic Talk Network. This is your host, Dax Carlisle. I'm coming to you live from Tucson, Arizona. And joining me as always live from Amarillo, Texas, our other host of Tarot Today, as well as her monthly There's a Rock for That show, Crystal Reiki Master and Tarot Master, Mary Brown. Let's bring her on. Are you there, Mary? Hi, Dax. Hi, everybody. Happy Psychic Saturday. Here we are. Another Saturday. Here we are. Yay. Oh, gosh. I, I, I just look forward to my Saturdays. <laughs> I do, too. I've always been a fan of Saturdays and Wednesdays. I like Wednesdays. Mm, hump day. Yeah, I was born on a Wednesday. I was born on a Tuesday, I believe. It's weird, right? Do you like Tuesday? Yeah, but you know, yeah, Tuesday, you know, everything's better than Monday, right? You know, you get past Monday and Tuesday and and then hump day, it's like, okay, we're over the hump here. Uh, You know, it's really funny, though, because, um, all of that kind of went out the window for me about, wait, how long have we been doing the Tarot Guild? 18 years ago? Uh, you, you know, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. when I stopped working for other people, you know. It's um, <laughs> Yeah, and, and then, you know, with with COVID in 2020 yeah. and people were, 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 you know, everybody was starting to work remotely from home. You know, everything kind of gets um, what's the what's the word for it? But it, it it kind of like all the days start to run into each other. It's you kind of lose work. track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and when when work. you're an entrepreneur, and, and it's funny because this kind of dovetails nicely into our topic today that we're going to be talking about because we're going to be talking about pricing your services and things like that. But when you're an entrepreneur, you know, you, you lose track. (laughs) I mean, it's a seven day a week thing for me. You know, I don't have weekends. I mean, it's, uh, I I just posted that actually, uh, uh, yesterday, um, I did 
my daily post, you know, my reading of the day and the numerology of the day. And I, and I was talking about that. Hey, yeah, TGIF, it's Friday. Well, for, for somebody, I guess it is, you know, but we're a 24-7 economy now. Uh, there's third shift folks, you know, uh, there's people whose Fridays are a Wednesday, <laughs> you know, uh, we've kind yeah. of lost that. I mean, I'm sure there's a huge group of, of people that, you know, still have the Monday through Friday grind and then they have Saturday and Sunday, you know, but, uh, to me, holidays, Saturday and Sunday, the weekend thing, you know, it, it's, it, it's all the same to me. It's just another day. In fact, sometimes I get upset when, you know, it's a holiday and like uh, the post office is closed and I need to go to the post office. <laughs> you know, I you mean, know, it's look, like, how you know, they take a day off. <laughs> you know, Friday's still Friday for me. I mean, that's to me, that's the great thing about working for yourself is you can create your own schedule and. I'm not about to like try to burn myself out working for myself. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So I always take Fridays off and often take Tuesdays off as well. I just, you know, kind of, I like the freedom to create my own breaks in there rather than having to, you know, be on the hamster wheel and exit the hamster wheel on the assigned day, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, I understand. You know, I there's another way of looking at it, though, is that uh, every, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, and you, you decide when you work, every day is the weekend. You know, yeah, potentially, uh, you know. Uh, you know. Back before COVID, I, w- I would, uh, you know, okay, you know, Tuesdays I'm going to this karaoke show and singing, and Thursdays I'm doing this, and Saturdays I'm doing that, you know. And <laughs> so, you know, th- th- that's the way to look at it, too. And, but as far as taking the entire day off, gosh, I think I, mm. I, I still post every day, but um, I think Sundays. I, I've been taking Sundays off. You know, every other Sunday, Sharona does her show, so I get my coffee. I promote her show, and I just sit back and listen. I don't have to do anything except listen to her show, and and I I uh, I try not to do, uh, you know, work for the businesses um, on Sunday afternoon. You know, and just relax and maybe. You know, take in a movie, watch some YouTube videos, thing, things along those lines. Nice. But Saturday, yeah. but I love to, taking, Kick it. bringing it all back, bringing it full circle back to Saturdays. I love Saturdays because I get up, I get ready for the show, I have my coffee, I go out on the patio. I'm actually in the office uh, today because it, it, it's warm outside, you know, but it's, but I did go out with my coffee onto the patio for a little while, you know, and, and then I get to spend time with you and the listeners i love it you know i love i love saturdays uh i pull my car of the day and do my you know daily reading and do my article about it today i didn't have time to finish the article before the start of the show so i'm going to do that through the show what did you get for a card of the day well, I drew a card from the Shaman's Dream Oracle deck by Alberto Violdo and Colette mm. Baron Reed. Beautiful 
artwork by Jenna Della Critaglia. And the card I drew is number 32, the jeweled web. And the message is connectivity. And I'm going to share the message that, that comes with this card because I, I think it's so great. I have nothing more to add to it. It's really fantastic. But, you know, imagine that the answer to your question, whatever your question may be, is not about landing at a particular destination, meeting a goal, connecting to a special lover, reaching, you know, a specific conclusion. Instead, you discover a shimmering web of jewels, just like this card, the jeweled web. You didn't know that existed. The world is interconnected in a living web of energy. It is impossible to know how any of that works, but know this. It is your highest good. It is in your highest good. A sparkling jewel that lights up for you among this web of possibilities. You just need to know how you want to feel and choose this consciously. So take your focus off getting anywhere practice feeling and being in a place where your desired experience has already come to pass who will you be when this is true for you can you be that now can you feel that now practice that practice that practice being that now which you want to be how you want to feel practice that feeling what's it going to feel like when when your wish comes true, what's it going to feel like when you manifest the things you've been working on manifesting? What's it going to be when you finally attract the thing that you've been trying to attract using the law of attraction or whatever means? And you can see this card. It's posted on our Psychic Talk Radio Network Facebook group. You can find that easily by going to psychictalk.net forward slash Facebook, like our page, join our group. I post a lot of cards in there, but look at this one. It's really gorgeous. How about you, Dax? Did you draw a card of the day? Mm. Well, you know, everything you, you just said. Or you did I always do a spread. Uh, sometimes it's five cards. Sometimes it's three or four. Actually, it's four today because I was shuffling. I was going to pull three cards, and and uh, the um, uh, the hermit card just hermit. fell out of the deck. So I so I included the hermit card and the three cards that I drew as well. Plus, I do the numerology of the day, and you know it, it dovetails nicely into everything you're talking about there. <laughs> Uh, the energy today, the vibration is seven from the entire date. Because if you take eight twenty one twenty twenty one, I love that when there's <laughs> twenty one. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you add those numbers up, you get sixteen. And in numerology, we call it reduction. When you keep adding the numbers together, you want to get down to a single digit because there's only one through nine in traditional uh, Pythagorean numerology. There's some master numbers too, but they're only talking still about one through nine. Um, so 16, one plus six is seven. So it's that seven vibration. It's the seeker. And uh, th this is a card of, uh, you know, spending alone time, uh, solitude. Uh, it's a card of re research and, you know, going deeper and looking into yourself. And then the day is the 21st. So two plus one is three. That's creativity and communication. So, you know, bringing the 
bringing the creativity in there, you know. And then I just thought it was great because when that car, uh, when the hermit fell out, you know, it just matches up with that seven energy so much. I mean, it's in, you know, there you go. You got uh, the hermit card, which is about finding solitude and spending some alone time and, and, you know, delving a little deeper into yourself and, and, uh, um, taking some time off, so to speak, you know, and getting out of your head and getting into your feeling space and going within. And interestingly enough, the, when I drew the, uh, the three cards that I had originally planned on, on drawing, uh, I got the, the four of swords, which is another card about recharging, you know, uh, a retreat or a vacation, taking, taking a step back, that kind of, that kind of thing. And uh, especially if you're feeling overburdened or, or anything along those lines. Uh, yesterday I had uh, the nine of swords come up and today I had the 10 of wands, you know, so mm. a lot of people are probably dealing with that kind of feeling right now. And so it, it's great to, you know, take a deep breath, step back, you know, <laughs> and get in touch with your inner wisdom and, uh, you know, your intuition, which actually also shows up with the Queen of Cups card that I got today. So there you go. There's the tarot and numerology that I got. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And so uh, I want to mention that we are going to take, even though we have a a topic, we are going to take phone calls today. So give us a call at 714-816-4628. Mary and I would love to chat with you. You can call in and chat about, you know, what we just discussed, uh, what we're about to discuss. Uh, you can call in with questions about your your tarot business or what have you. Um, you can call in with questions. Uh, maybe had, maybe you have a burning question about, um, I don't know, uh, tarot or numerology or crystals or Reiki or how the law of attraction works or something like that. You can also call in just for a mini reading as well. So it's 714-816-4628. As soon as you get through, press one on your dial pad that lets us know you want to be live on air and we'll be getting to calls. We're going to, uh, just a little bit here, we're going to give some time for people to call in. You can also join us in the chat room. And you'll find that by going to uh, chat.psychetalk.net or just go over to our website, psychetalk.net, and click live at the top of the page. Or if you're on your phone, you just, you just go to the, the navigation bar and the drop down and you just click on live because that's the current live show. You can also go to psychetalk.net slash live. That'll take you over there or slash chat will also take you over there. A lot of ways to get there. But uh, we have a chat room below the player, and you can pop in there. You can ask questions in there as well. And uh, it's kind of quiet today. Have you noticed that, Mary? It's quiet in the chat room. I think we have uh, a call or two coming in now. It is quiet. Hmm. I wonder what people are doing. Anyway, I also want to mention, as always, our Saturday show is sponsored by the Tarot Guild, the international organization for tarot lovers, students, and professional readers since 2004. Oh, my God. 
stop by and visit us on the web at thetarotguild.com. That's our social networking website with all the features of the big social media websites out there, only it's all tarot all the time, and it's free to join. In fact, you can open a new tab in your browser, type in signup.thetarotguild.com, and you can sign up with your Facebook account, your Twitter, your Google, LinkedIn, or the old-fashioned way with a password and your email address, and uh, you can join free and become an associate member of the the Tarot Guild out there. Uh, The other thing I wanted to mention was summer's almost over, Mary. Oh, my God. Wow. I can't believe it's going to be Labor Day. It's going to be Labor Day. Wow. Wow. And so uh, our sizzling summer sale, which has been going on all summer long, is coming to an end. It's it's, uh, typically one of our biggest sales of the year because summer's slow. You know, people are doing things. And um, so we put everything on sale, you know, and if you're new to tarot, you can take my tarot by the numbers course. It's 33% off. If you're a professional reader already you can join the tarot guild as a professional member and get your certification as a certified tarot reader we call it ctr uh you can get both of those together for 33 percent off in fact uh there's even a a package that has the course and the ctr certification and your professional membership for even more off <laughs> go check it out at summer.thetarotguild.com or if you're visiting our website thetarotguild.com right there on the front page you'll see the big banner for the sizzling summer sale click on that it's ending this weekend it's going away you want to jump on this now the prices are never lower than this throughout the entire year so you want to jump on it now Summer thetarotguild.com and if you want to book a private session with Mary or I you can go visit Mary's page learn more about Mary and contact her and book sessions and everything at psychetalk.net forward slash Mary and my page is psychetalk.net slash Dax there you go so that's everything that's going on with the Tarot Guild and such oh uh, you mentioned the um Psyche Talk Radio Group, Mary, our Tarot yes. Guild group on Facebook is up to 6,641 members this morning. So if you're into tarot, come over and join our group on Facebook. Just go to thetarotguild.com slash Facebook. That'll take you right over there. 6,641 people into tarot. We always have about, according to the statistics on the group, uh, a couple thousand active people at a time. So pop on over there. Let's see. So um, the topic we're going to talk about today, good to do a little business. Uh, this is because, well, you know, a lot of our listeners are professional readers or want to be professional readers, right, Mary? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And this topic kind of came up uh, because uh, a member on the group that I was just talking about did a post and – and started talking about um, 
professional tower readers undercharging for their services, uh, which is also not not valuing, um, not really valuing your yourself. Mary? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I'm getting a lot of wind noise or something in the background there or something like that. I, I don't know. It, it's it's really loud. I just wanted to – now it went away. It stopped now. Hmm. Okay. I uh, just want to make you aware. Of, yeah. I was going to send yeah, you a Facebook I, I message, mean, but – I'm inside. There's would, no wind. <laughs> it would be wild if there was. Yeah. But. It, it must be breath sounds then, because uh, it's definitely coming from your line. <laughs> I was like, "What is Moving that?" Right you know, along. it sounds like a wind tunnel. <laughs> okay, right along. Yeah, I was going to send you a, a Facebook message, but I didn't know if you were looking at Facebook right now. And um, so the topic today is tower readers: Are you charging what you're worth? And, you know, this topic actually comes up every now and again. It has over, like, the last decade of doing radio, uh, it comes up. And, you know, we always have a new crop of brand-new professional readers, right, Mary? You know, and so the same the same kind of questions come up. And uh, figuring out what to charge, it's not just tower readers. It's whatever you do out there, you know, you could be a Reiki practitioner or a hypnotherapist. Uh, you could be a massage therapist or uh, an astrologer or a life coach, you know, a- a- any of these um, modalities where you're helping people. And it's hard to figure this out, you know. Um, I do have a, a couple of strategies that I use with my students. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that, you know, uh, this first one I'm going to talk about is like, you know, 20 years ago. (laughs) I started, you know, uh, using this as a reference. Um, Things have changed a lot. Uh, People were going online and doing their – you know, providing their services and their business uh, online uh, even before COVID. And then when COVID hit – you know, 2020, I mean, everything was online. I mean, we're, we're seeing people on Skype and Zoom and Facebook video calls and, and things like that nowadays. And so it's a little different than back in the day when, you know, most professional readers were reading for people in their town or city. Right, Mary? Absolutely. I mean, there's still, you know, that that's still going on, but yeah, oh, yeah. it's a massive movement online given all those factors. Yeah, it, you know, of course, people uh, can still mask up and and do do a reading, or you know, maybe you're lucky to live in an area that's you know not as hard hit by the the COVID. We actually did a whole show on that about you know <laughs> how to cleanse your cards, you know, and and what to do <laughs> in yeah. the era of COVID. Doing readings, remember that? And you know, yeah, sure, people, uh, you know, things have opened up in some area. Now we've got the Delta variant; things are closing down again in some areas, but still a a large, like here in Tucson, you know, we're still pretty 
fairly open here, you know, and don't seem to have the numbers creeping up as bad as in other other parts of the country, like where you live <laughs> in Texas, you know. And yeah. uh, but people still, you know, do readings in in person, and uh, so for that, you know, back twenty years ago, you know, I told people, this is what you do: you you look uh, for the pricing of other professionals in your area. So you want to look at what uh, I'm trying to think of some examples here: hypnotherapists, life coaches, um, massage therapists, Reiki masters. Of course, back then there wasn't a, wasn't Reiki as much, you know, back then. But uh, there is now, you know. But um, a, any kind of uh, therapist, psychotherapy a psychotherapist, you know, go out there and find out what everybody's charging and then add add it all together and divide by the number of examples you have, you're going to get an average, right, Mary? Yeah. Yeah. And so I always say, you know, look at the average and then you might want to price your services uh, a, a little bit above that. You know, you don't want to be in, in the pack with everybody else. And that's, uh, you know, like a whole nother conversation about um, where you want to be pricing your services and, and how you want to think of, of, of your services, like a, a, uh, a commodity where you know every everybody's fighting for the lowest price to get volume of customers versus uh a a value something uh something of higher value uh you know like the difference between somebody buying a Bentley or a Chevy you know <laughs> as far as like you know cars go are, are a good example you know they're they're both transportation they both get you there you know one costs 20,000 one costs 200,000 you know do you do you want to be the commodity or do you want to be uh the uh the higher price you know and seen as an expert and in order to do that you have to position yourself around um a a particular problem you're solving where you become the expert so in reading you might be you know you're you're the person that helps people connect with past loves or or something like that you you're the romance reader or you're the financial reader you know or uh uh, the business coach type thing. And so that's how, you, you know, price, as far as pricing strategies, uh, you know, figuring out, um, uh, you know, it's it starts with uh, what kind of service are you providing? Are you doing this um, part-time, you know, and doing readings for family and, and friends and then branching out into, you know, friends of friends and stuff. But, you know, maybe you're not charging it as, as high a fees. Are you doing a full-time business? And then in the in that case, you want to position yourself as the expert in some niche 
you know, and, and then you're going to be charging much, much higher, you know, even higher than other therapists in your area. So that was one of the strategies I would always employ with uh, teaching my students. I would tell them to um, see what everybody else is charging and charge a little more, you know, and um, not just other readers, too. That's why I mentioned uh, psychotherapists, Mary, and massage therapists, and hypnotherapists, and life coaches, and, you know, other professionals in your area. Because tarot readers, as uh, our our member posted her article on the Tarot Guild page, uh, are notorious for this, for, for undercharging. So you don't even want to use other tower readers as a basis for this. You you, you want to position yourself as a professional in, in line with other professionals doing a similar service like like life coaching and other types of therapies. And that's really where you where you should be looking. Now, um most uh, I don't want to say most but uh, a lot of us anyway are are doing our readings and our life coaching via teleconference these days. And so you're not limited to your local area. So a lot of that goes out the window at that point, you see. If your business is, is local, that strategy works. If you're not if you're if you're not local, if you're doing it online, the whole world is open to you. You're not limited by uh, the fact that, well, I don't live in a major city, so therapists, you know, in this rural town that I live in charge, you know, a hundred bucks an hour, whereas in New York City, it's $350 an hour, you know, for a therapist. Uh, You're not limited by that. So So how do you figure out what to charge, Mary? Well, Another strategy I tell people to employ is if you're not doing this part-time, if you're, uh, you know, that you can kind of feel out. But if you're doing this professionally, this is your, this is your gig. This is your only thing. Then you want to start thinking along the lines of, okay, what do, what do I need to make? Start at the end point rather than the, what am I going to charge per hour? And we actually, this is actually a life coaching strategy that we use for goals. Uh, we figure out the big goal, you know, where you want to be in six months, where you want to be in 12 months, and we work backwards. So in order to be at this goal in 12 months, what does it have to look like at 11 months, six months, four, two weeks from now? What can I do tomorrow? See, that's how life coaches work. They, they start at the end point and go backwards. A lot of writers do this too. They they end the story and then in order for to to get to this ending, they backtrack the story instead of instead of writing from the beginning, so to speak. So, start with your end point. What are your fixed monthly bills? Figure that out. And then multiply times 12. And what are some things that you would like to accomplish 
or acquire or so forth in that year, add that into the total. Uh, what are your not, you know, your not fixed um, commodities monthly? Uh, gas, uh, you know, uh, eating out and entertainment and, and all that kind of thing. Uh, add that together, multiply times 12, add it to the the big total. So you're getting an annual total. I, I, you know, bare minimum need to make X amount of money. It might be 30,000 a year. It might be 50,000 a year. It might be 75,000 a year. It doesn't matter. It's what you need to make bare minimum. And then we're going to work backwards from that. You take that large figure, let's take $75,000. I, I know this is crazy, but you know, you, you use whatever figures you want to use. You know, this is just an example, right? And if we divide by 12, that means you need to make um, $6,250 in a single month to hit that bare minimum of 75000 You know, And maybe a lot of you out there don't have that high uh, uh, of a uh, you know, bare minimum needs. Uh, others out there have higher or – you just want higher, and that's perfectly fine. And then – so one way of doing this is you divide by 12. You get that figure. Okay, I need 6,000. Uh, then think to yourself, how many clients do I want to see in a month? And this is another part of, of how we price things, Mary, is that, that uh, if you're in the, the lower range – of pricing for your services, you're going to have to see a lot more clients to make the same amount of money, right? That's just logic. Right. Are you there, Mary? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe you're on yeah. Mute. yeah I'm, I'm just listening. Go ahead. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and of course it all depends on how you work. You know, like uh, some people work online, like, you do, Mary, through a service, and we're going to get to that in, in a little bit here. We're going to actually talk about, you know, what do you do when you're working for a service, you know, but this is more seeing private clients. You have to see a lot more private clients if you're charging $30 compared to for a reading compared to $199. Okay, so we divided the 75000 by 12, 6200 Let's just throw out a number there. I don't want to work with more than – God, I don't know, 25 clients in a month. So we divide that by 25 and we get $250. So you need to be charging $250 per client in order to reach this goal. That's one way of calculating it. Another way to do it is to take, remember, start at the end. What, what's the bare minimum you need? I'm going to do that 75000 again just for the fun of it. And uh, divide by 50. Now, there's 50, uh, 52 weeks in the year. Let's take two weeks off, right? We're going to divide by 50. <laughs> so that equals 1,500 a week. And let's say I want to see, you know, see one, one client a day, five days a week, maybe throw in a few more. We're going to divide by eight. Okay, so I get $187.50. So see that this is another way uh, uh, of doing the same calculation. 
by week instead of by month. Um, and, you know, that's really in the ballpark, really, folks. But, of course, you know, if, if you're if you're only needing to make 50000 and you divide by 12 and then divide by that same, same 25 uh, clients, it brings, brings it down to 166. Okay. So these are some, you know, ways of calculating this out, not just uh, guessing or saying uh, how much am I going to charge per hour kind of thing, but rather, you know, really getting down into the nitty gritty and figuring out uh, how many clients you want to work with in a week or a month, uh, what your actual expenses are over an entire year. And, and then divide that to figure out monthly uh, by 12. And these are, you know, th- this will get you going at least, you know, where you can start figuring, playing around with the numbers. I don't know, maybe you want to see two or three clients a day, five days a week, you know, or you want to see uh, two clients a day, seven days a week, or maybe you only want to work three days a week and you want to see, you know, three clients, three days a week, you know, you have to figure out that out for yourself uh, where you're not going to reach burnout, basically. Now, that's seeing private clients, but uh, for seeing, uh, you know, working for for a service like a a website, uh, an online service, uh, where folks call in or they uh, do a video conference or so forth. Mary's kind of the expert on that because she's been uh, working for Keen for how long, Mary? <laughs> a long time. Yeah, since 2010. Wow. It's like a 11, yeah. 11 years, you know, and I, I actually, it's been years since I actually have looked at that, you know, Keen and Aranum and California Psychics and everything. And, you know, I used to go and peruse and figure out, you know, what's the average that, uh, you know, psychics are, or readers or uh, advisors are charging on these different websites, you know, and, and things like that. You know, I'm, I'm kind of out of the loop now. Uh, do you know, Mary, or, or what is what are you doing? It, it's more like a per minute thing versus what I've been talking about. Yeah, it's a per minute thing, or it can be a per chat thing, or per email thing as as well. There's a you know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. You mentioned a random. That's one where you know you do it on on video, and. Keen California Psychics and uh, most of them are um, doing it over the phone, you know. So, you know, if you're if you're interested in working for a particular service, you need to kind of peruse that service um, like you would if you were a, cl- a potential client and see what people are charging. Um, but it all comes down to. <sighs> Well, look, you can charge whatever you want, right? Um, and that and that's great. That doesn't mean you're going to make money. <laughs> you can charge it. They may not call you. You know, if they, you may price some people out. And then if you charge too little, you might get nothing but pranksters that don't mind spending like three dollars to to be a jerk. <laughs> you know that happens too. But 
you know, you want to kind of look at it. And, and for working on a service, it's all based on feedback. I mean, that that really uh, is the number one factor in, you know, how you do in those services. So if if you can maintain, like, say, a five-star reading, you know, in your feedback file, like that's people review, leaving reviews for you, uh, making, you know, nice comments, hopefully, if you give them a good reading and um, they give you, they rate you, you know. So, and then clients go, potential clients go and look for, you know, well, I, I just want to look at the five-star readers, you know. Um, there's that. And then there's also the fact of like, you know, how much would you pay? That has probably been my number one rule of thumb. How much would I pay for a reading with me? How much do I pay for a reading with other readers? What's the most I've ever paid for a reading? And how'd I feel after that? Was I, was I good with that? Did, I think I got my money's worth, you know? I mean, I think that's like, you know, just the human factor, you know, it's like really like what what would I be willing to pay myself, you know, if I was looking for the kind of reader that I am, you know, looking for the kind of uh, advice that I give. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, looking at, at therapy, you know, therapists in your area when you were talking about doing them in person. Well, if you're if you're working online, whether you're working for a service or you just have a listing on Etsy or, you know, your own website or something, look at things like Talkspace where you can, you know, a therapist per minute on Talkspace. Oh, yeah, there's and, some new websites out there. Yeah, and their average is like, you know, 45 to an hour minute personal session with the therapist online averages about $150, you know. So you got to kind of think like, okay, well, that that is that one area where I can look at that and then you look on the, the listings on the site for different readers, how much are they charging, read their feedback, you know, where people – satisfied with that do they have a have they done a lot of readings have they gotten a lot of feedback you know if you have like thousands you find somebody that's a five-star reader has thousands of five-star ratings um you know then you probably have a pretty good reader right (laughs) you know and then you and then you look at like what the per minute is i feel like the average is around four ninety nine a minute, you know. Um, oh. And I think that yeah, I think that that, that that's about the average. Um, you know, the it can go up. I mean, I've seen people charge twenty dollars a minute. They don't have mm-hmm. a lot of response, <laughs> you know, because it's like, and if you are, you know, going to like supercharge like that, you know, that you're obviously seeking a certain clientele. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you can develop a, a a steady client base, that's terrific. But one client paying that is not going to probably pay for your phone. You know, you you got to factor in what your expenses right. are. What do I need? Like you were saying, what do I need to make if I want to do this as my, if I'm replacing this as my main job, my main profession, or, you know, is it just a side gig? 
you know, and if it's mm-hmm. just a side gig, you know, what's worth your time? What what covers the cost yeah. of your tarot doing cards? It for fun and or... your... Yeah, you know, so there's a, there's a wide a variety, and, you know, and there's also kind of, you know, funny things about it, too. You know, a, a lot of people get into this weird thing about how they, you know, this is spiritual work and we shouldn't charge, you know, even though, you know, like you pay a minister to do a wedding. You know, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I've seen that argument and I've, you know, I've considered it. And I just think that if you're affected by that or you're kind of feeling weird about that whole thing, um, that's okay. And the best thing that you can do is, you know, have a conversation with God, you know, say like, you know, dear Lord, help me to, to uh, succeed, you know, in my business. This is you know, what my intention is, you know, because it, it really all boils down to intention, you know. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I think there's a, there's a lot of choices you got to make, and you got to make the choice you feel good about. Right, right. And, you know, you could actually uh, look at it as multiple businesses. You could think to yourself, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to spend some hours on uh, this, psychic website or phone lines or what have you that that I work through and then I'm going to also spend some time seeing uh, a different clientele where I'm doing more life coaching and it's it's longer it's in so instead of like 5 10 minute readings 15 20 minute readings I'll do that through the service you know 20 30 hours a week but then I'm also seeing this other clientele where I spend an hour with them and it's more life coaching and I'm pulling cards and we're working through goals and and things along those lines and it's you know it's all about how you want to work oh one thing before I forget I got to mention this real quick cuz there's going to be people out there that don't realize that uh when we say that um, uh, a reader on Keen is charging four ninety nine uh, per minute, and then somebody with you know a gazillion star, you know five stars and a gazillion reviews and everything, and and maybe they're you know I've seen some charging you know nine ninety nine a minute, you know, but the reader is not getting that, you know, the it, it's uh, I don't know what the breakdowns are nowadays, but of course the the site is doing all the promotion and bringing in the clientele for you. And so they take a big chunk, you know, and uh, depending on the service you're working through, it can be like 50% up to as much as 70%, you know, that they're taking. Uh, so, yeah. so the readers, like if you join one of them, they have a calculator. So, you know, Exactly how it right. breaks down, so you can figure out how much oh, yeah, you want to yeah. make, and you charge. You know, you that's like your bottom, and then you set your rates so that you're making that much. You know, regardless of what the um, the price is to the client, because yeah, you do share it with the certain. I mean, they're running TV commercials for goodness' sake. Some of them. Oh God, I've been seeing a lot more frequently now, and then other things too yeah. that are. Not not readings, but they're like kind of psychically related. Like there's this one company, I think it's birthday dot 
Co or birthday.cc or something like that is the website. And they're doing like things for people's birthday, like, you know, birthday candles. And then they have a package that goes with it that includes their astrology and tarot and, and a whole numerology and a whole bunch of other stuff. And, th- and this is on like, you know, primetime TV, you know, I'm just, it, it floors me. You wouldn't, you wouldn't see that except for really late night in the eighties, you know, <laughs> in the eighties and the nineties <laughs> where we had Miss Cleo, you know, she was on it, you know, two o'clock in the morning, you know, call into the psychic line, you know? Um, but no, I just wanted to mention that because, you know, some people were doing the calculation, I'm sure in their head going, okay, $4 and 99 cents a minute. And if I'm do if I do 60 minutes, that's, $299. Yeah, but no. I mean, only about half of that mm-hmm. is going to the research, you know. Uh, so you have to, when you're doing a service, you have to figure out not only the minimum you, you need to make, and then you have to double it, you know. So yeah, like, if, if you it, cal- it's so... It's yeah. really so simple. You don't have to calculate anything really because all of these have like an application in them. They have a little app that does the calculation for you. Oh, they yeah, yeah. It. They walk you through it. So it's like you don't have to be a math genius to, no, to work on that. the site. They, they explain it to you. Right. And it's just, you know, it's it's the kind of reader that, that you want to be, you know, and if uh, – um, the, the big thing about the, you know, that that started this whole idea of talking about this topic, uh, this post by one of our members, uh, the thing that you know she was getting to is is how people, uh, it's not just not charging enough, it's undervaluing what you're doing, undervaluing your service. I actually wrote uh, an article on this, and you can go over to the, the tarotguild.com. And look, look through the articles. You could do a search uh, for charging what you're worth uh, in our search bar and read my article uh, where I talk all about this, you know, and, and about, you know, valuing your services. We tend to undervalue ourselves no matter what it is that we do, you know, and, and you have to bring it into perspective of, you know, w- what is your reading do? I mean, is, is, it, a, is it a cutesy little fluffy, you know, you're doing a fortune-telling type reading at a psychic fair where you're just throwing out some stuff, you know, or is it, is it a, a real serious life coaching type reading where you're really working with a client in a particular niche, you know, and, and those are those are pretty much the, the two ends of the scale, the way, I, the way I see it, you know. So you sit down with the business person. And they're looking to grow their business, and you you're pulling cards, and they have questions about going in different directions, uh, different ways of of approaching their business, uh, increasing uh, their their uh, bottom line, and and so forth, Mary. And and you you you're, they have goals, and you're helping them with these goals. You're pulling cards. You're doing life coaching techniques, which is why I, that's another thing I wanted to mention about adding value as a reader by adding in other modalities, such as okay, I'm a tarot reader, but I can add in astrology, uh, numerology, life coaching. I can take 
courses and certifications in these in these other areas. Reiki, crystals, you know, uh, you can add things to increase the value of what you're providing for the client. But just going back to the example of the business person, Mary. So you're sitting down with this person and doing this, okay? And then as a result of, uh, you know, one session with you or maybe two or three sessions, uh, they get clear, they 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 go for their goal, they they make the shifts in their business, they they add a uh, hundred thousand dollars to their gross that year, you know. What's that worth? You know, if you think in just typical business terms of of um, uh, marketing, for instance, um, it takes about ten percent uh, to market. I, I mean, that that's what the bare minimum you should be putting in 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 marketing is ten percent of your gross. So, in order to bring in that business, now you go you go see. Uh, a, a life coach or, or a tower reader, and uh, you you can think this as equivalent to a consultant. Let's say instead of going to their tower reader, they hired a consultant, and the consultant helped them uh, increase their gross by a hundred thousand. That consultant's going to charge ten grand for that. And if you could do the same thing as a tower reader, directing them in the in the right direction, you know. That hour wasn't worth a few hundred dollars. I think it was. <laughs> so again, it, it comes. Uh, in fact, it's w- worth way more than that, you know. But of course, you don't know what the outcome is going to be until, until the client actually follows through, you know. So it, uh, un- unless you put a uh, a thing on it where you go, okay, so if uh, I want ten percent of how much you increase your business, of course, you're not going to do that. You know, you're going to charge what you're going to charge for your reading. But it's just an example, you know. Maybe it's not the best analogy, but it's it, it's an example to get get you thinking in terms of the worth, the value of your readings. We undersell ourselves. Our what we do is very valuable. People, we're helping we're helping clients make choices and decisions. We're you know we're helping them decide and go in different directions and attain goals. And it and some of it's intangible. I, I gave a business example, but you know, what's it worth to get the, to find the love of your life? What's it worth to the one that got away to get them back? You know, and what would you worth? pay for it? You know, that that's the thing. I get right. that, but I also think like mm-hmm. you know, keep your feet on the ground. You know, like what would you pay? What is reasonable? What's reasonable to you? You know, because it, mm-hmm. it's like it's a it's always a moving target, you know, how much you charge, mm-hmm. how much you want to make. You know, it's always a moving target. So I think you have to at least start with like, you know, for for a good reading and that would help me resolve this problem or help me, you know, figure out, you know, what my next step is and and how much would I pay for that? And also, how much mm-hmm. can you pay for it, you know? Because really, you know, we're talking about disposable income, right? So it's not so much what what the what the clients are are making, you know, in their in their own lives, their own businesses, or whatever. But it's like, how much mm. 
are they willing to spend on, you know, because it's for a lot of people. And even for me, when I get a tarot reading on my birthday every year, it, it's it, it's entertainment. You know, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right, why I right. do. And that's that, why I go get my yearly thing. See, there's all different factors, and it's always going to be moving yeah. around. But you got to start where you feel good about it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, that makes sense for me. You know, and I'm charging what I you would could be always willing to pay. As you go. Yeah, you yeah, can always, absolutely. you know, if you're getting, if you're getting too many clients, you increase it a little bit to decrease the clients, but you actually still make more money. You know, we and talk about that all the time. And sometimes, yeah. every once in a while, you may have a client. You you know, maybe you end up reading for somebody famous. Maybe that famous person all of a sudden makes you famous. and You become like a celebrity psychic. Mm-hmm. You're going to need to reevaluate how much you're charging because you'll never be able right. to see all the people that want to see you. <laughs> yeah, and it, it depends on, again, it goes back to the kind of reading and the kind yeah. of person, you know, that you want to be. You know, if you're just going to see the general public. Any comers, yeah, they can come and get a reading for anything they want and ask anything they want. That's a commodity. You could decide to do that, or you could decide, you know, I'm going to position myself as an expert. I work in this niche, this niche only. I only see women between 45 and 57 years of age with a minimum income of $80,000 a year that are looking to work on XYZ problem. And it just so happens I'm a tower reader and a life coach. See, it's completely, completely, uh, you know, when when you're talking about pricing your services along the, the lines of, you know, what would I pay? I never look at that because I would not pay me the amount of money that uh. I'm worth. Uh, what, what I'm going to look at is I'm going to look at what would someone else pay. And I'm going to look at, you know, what I'm doing. Am I doing a commodity? Am I, you know, anybody needs a reading for anything, they're going to hire me and I'm going to charge X, Y, Z. If I'm doing uh, something at the other end of the scale, you know, where I'm in a, in a niche with a particular type of client solving a particular problem, it, I'm going to charge a, a lot more, a lot more. And there, there are people out there that will pay it. You shouldn't limit yourself to, well, the average person is only going to pay so much for a tower reading. That's true, the average person. But should that be the person that you're marketing to? You can decide to market to people and you know Facebook and all these platforms allow you to uh to target that particular audience and and you're solving a particular problem and uh you're going for a client that can afford to pay the higher fee you know and so it it depends on how you want to work that's what it all comes down to but uh who it you know there's a lot to think about and you know you have to figure out you know what kind of reader you want to be uh one thing i want to leave everybody with is I mentioned briefly a minute ago about uh, adding value. Really think about adding value. That's why my course is Tarot by the Numbers, and I teach tarot numerology side by side. 
because it, it, it adds value. Not only does it help you do the reading as far as doing the cards and doing the actual tarot reading with, with people, the numerology allows you to uh, generate uh, charts and numerology reports, and you can sell those as part of a package, you know, with a reading, you know, maybe uh, if you're doing a, a set fee like I do and you're charging $150 for a reading and it comes with a report and it comes with a, a full chart and everything uh, like that. Or you can sell them separately too so you have multiple streams of, of income, you know. And you might want to look at taking a life coaching course. That's probably – out of all the modalities that you can add to tarot, that's probably the number one thing I tell people is that that's the best foundation you can have because a lot of people, they want a life coach. <laughs> and uh, they, they don't want to go to a therapist, a psychotherapist, and uh, so they, they hire a tarot reader, you know. We're we're the we're the inexpensive therapists out there now, Mary, and uh, uh, but they're looking for life coaching along the way, and so it's great to have all those techniques, all all that uh, those tools in in your in your tool belt, and it and it adds to the value that you're providing for the client because you you market yourself that way that you're a tarot advisor and certified life coach, and that way, again, you can charge more than you would charge if you were just doing quick um, uh, fortune-telling type tarot readings, you know, and maybe that's all you want to do. That's perfectly fine. I'm talking to the, the professionals out there that, that you know, really want to build a, a business and want to want to have, you know, high-quality clients, uh, lower numbers of, of clients, you know, and, and really help them make changes in their lives. You might think of, of taking a life coaching course. We have one available through the Tarot Guild. There's a lot of them out there. So I just want to leave everybody with all of that. Boy, we blasted through the entire hour. That was really fun. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. Um, Mary, do you want to let everybody know uh, what's coming up on the network? Yes. So on the Psychic Talk Network this week, our next show is going to be tomorrow, Sunday, August 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. It's the Magic Universe Show with your host, Sharona Rapsik. She has a special guest, spiritual life coach and tarot reader, Anita Avalos. And they'll be taking mm. your calls for free tarot mini readings and having open lines the whole time. And then on Monday... It's the Wisdom of the Soul show at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern with your host, Janice Fuchs. And then Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, it's Spiritual Guidance Radio with Angelic Channel and Healer Catherine Hahn. And she'll be giving free on-air guidance. And then Dax and I will be back next Saturday, August 28th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, for our monthly Psychic Spin episode, What Do Yay. You Want to Know from the Universe? It will be Tarot Today Radio with me and Dax. We'll be doing open lines and mini readings and taking your questions. So you can send us questions 
um, that you would like us to ask for the and the, the cards yeah. about for the psychic spin. Yeah, any question, the big questions, not you know, mm-hmm. is does he still love me? But does the universe love me? Does it consciously love mm. me? You know, big questions. Why are we here? Are robots taking over? Are aliens here? You know, big questions, people. Put your thinking caps on and send them to Dax. Yeah, what do you want to know? Exactly. And that's what's coming up on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. You can find that list of shows very easily. Keep up with us by going to psychictalk.net forward slash upcoming. Back to you, Dax. Yeah, what's big in the news? You know, like, so I guess the the whole thing now is the whole Afghanistan situation, you know. Uh but that's the that's the kind of thing we're talking about. You know, what's current events in the news? And you can post your questions if you are on Facebook. Join our Psychic Talk Radio Network Facebook group. You can find it by going to psychictalk.net forward slash Facebook. You can post your question in there. Dax does all the promotion for our show. So when you see that promo post for the Psychic Spin episode, be sure to post a question in there as well and let us know what you want to know. And I think we did cover everything pretty well today on are you charging what you are worth? Uh, would love to see some feedback on what you guys think. If any of the ideas resonated with you that Dex and I gave you today and um, you can post those in, on the Tarot Guild Facebook group. If it's the Tarot Guild, make sure you join ours and <laughs> not the Australian one because otherwise, well, you'll be on the upper, opposite side of the world asking your questions and we'll never see them. <laughs> but Dex, um, I think, had a little technical difficulty and he should be right back on with us. And let's see, what else did I want to say? If anything about that, I mean, I think that it really all comes down to, you know, how you do when you're when you're starting out, you know, with your tarot business and you're figuring out what to charge and everything. And, you know, I think the main thing I, I did want to say that I didn't get a chance to say yet was this is that where you start doesn't have to be where you finish. It very well may not be where you end up. Um, if you you know, hang your shingle or have your web page or you create your listing on a service if you're going to work for a service and you're charging a certain rate and it's just not happening for some reason, you're not getting any calls, you're just waiting, you're not booking any clients, then don't be afraid to to move off of that price. Try going a little higher, try going a little lower. You know, but give it a chance and don't give up. I I see so many uh, posts from people that get so frustrated when they're first starting out and they're just, they're giving up. It's like, I just can't do it. And that, you know, you don't want that kind of stinking thinking, messing everything up. You know, yes, you can do this. You can do this. If you are a a tarot reader and you, you know your stuff and you're a good reader, there's absolutely no reason why you can't be a professional reader and be charging for it if you want to. You know, I know myself, To you know, I never pictured myself as a professional tarot reader. Tarot reading was always more personal for me. 
and instead I work some, you know, crazy <laughs> 60 plus hour a week job, you know. And then when I, um, you know, hit a transition point where I was going to have to, you know, leave that kind of kind of work that I was doing as my day job, you know, in uh, in entertainment journalist as an entertainment journalist behind and help take care of you know ailing family members instead. And I thought, wow, okay, so how do I how do I fit that in my schedule? How do I do the caretaking as well as, you know, make a living? And it just it was time for me to give it a chance, give myself a chance to be a professional reader. And I know what it feels like. I know it's I know the scariness, the uncertainty, we're doing something new here and you know, we haven't done it professionally before, and so how do we charge for it? You know, the, the biggest hurdle is really at the beginning. And after that, you hit your stride. You hit your rhythm. You figure it out, you know. So don't be afraid to, like the fool card suggests, take that leap of faith because it's a leap of faith in yourself. So awesome, I hope Mary. that that helps somebody. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Remember to call in to Sharona's show tomorrow, but uh, we do have one caller on here that we could take real quick, and uh, then it'll be the end of the show. Uh, Sounds like great. Area code 604. Who's out there? It's Rini calling from Vancouver, British Columbia. Hey, Rini. Wow. Hey. Hey, guys. What an excellent show today. I'm rating you guys today's show five-star. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Yay. Rita. It's absolutely excellent. You know, I on your birthday I booked uh two packages and the one the second one we haven't done yet, Dax, and that is for um I was gonna do a mini coaching session with you on this exact topic. So today Oh my god of, Yeah, today answer, answered a lot of my questions. Um Yay. I had one thing to add and ask about, because I think it's important. Um, Hmm. And so I I don't know how to say it, but it's about certification. Mm, Okay. And and I think certification, like you're saying, well, I like that, Mary, what you said about, or was it Dax, ask how much you would pay. I thought, that's that's interesting. And today, I would like to know someone is certified. I understand certification doesn't, guarantee anything psychic or blah 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 or the five star stuff you know that could be people can make themselves five star on the public media platform and so if so I'm just thinking certification has value certification Mm -hmm. would help the individual feel that they are worthy to charge what they're charging and I think feel um, when you tell someone you're certified they suddenly move you up from that um fair like booth psychic booth into a higher echelon like you said we're we're the counselors or we're the mm-hmm. so i just wondering about the certification because i really appreciate what the Terra guild does to offer that and i just thought your course was wonderful i thought your, your oh great yeah the the live part i thought was great and um yeah, it was, and I've tried to encourage other people that I know, but they're too scared to do it. 
So anyway, so thank Ooh. you for that. That was a beautiful experience for me. And I would well, love Rini, my certificate hard copy in the mail, please. Rini, that's that's really interesting, actually, uh, if you think about that, uh, that people would say to you that they're scared to do it. You know, why would, why would they be scared? That's what you need to find out. Find out why they're scared. What can we because do I different? Because I guess they don't feel that they're... They don't feel that they know their terror well enough, or they feel that maybe they just, oh, you know, to a lot of people, they say, oh, that's not mm-hmm. important. Where I think it is important mm-hmm. because there's a set, there's a set yeah. of rules and regulation and compliance. Like like now I can say, well, no, I'm certified and I have compliance. I'm not quite sure what you call it. I have to look up the word on the website. But, no, I have to follow product, protocol. Like, you know, this. Yeah, we have a code of ethics. ethics and, what is yeah, it, Mary? Uh, yeah, code of ethics, and and I do think that there's value to that because when once you, you know, when I hear that somebody's certified with something, you know, whether it's tarot or whatever, it it shows me like okay, it's not just a hobby for them; they actually study this, they actually spend you know dedicated some time to learning how to do this, and there's an organization that said, hey, you you got it, you learned it, you. You're, you're certified. <laughs> so I, I think it does add value. I know from clients of mine that, you know, I've, I've gotten new clients because that's one thing that sort of stood out, you know, because there are a lot of people that, that you know, certified or not, aren't aren't listing their service that way, aren't letting people know that they're a, you know, tarot master or certified by an organization, that kind of thing. So I think it inspires not just confidence for the reader themselves, um, but also for the client, too. Mm. And there's also questions that are easy to answer. You know, I have to follow the code of ethics. So, I mean, no, yeah. I can't go down. I can't go down that route. Or no, I'm, I'm, I can't. Yeah, I can't do a reading on a third party without their permit. I don't read for people without their permission. Yeah, you know, whatever that fine line is, it depends upon how someone is asking mm-hmm. some. Um, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, yeah. So uh, the code of ethics, I think, is a wonderful way to say things nicely and kindly, and then they respect. You know, you gain respect. So I Absolutely. To and for your I also you guys for certifying us. You guys do that from uh, the love of your heart. Thank you for offering this to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And another thing I will say about the code of ethics, it's great to have that you know, typed up and, and printed off too. When I do readings at psychic fairs, I actually have a copy of my code of ethics sitting on my table. So people already know, yeah. like, look, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> I'm not, you know, an accountant. <laughs> so, you know, let's let's do a tarot reading. <laughs> you know, there's everything else like, we could talk about. I like that idea. That's a good one. That's right. I'm writing and, you that know, one now. We've been doing this for a long, long, long time, and when I talk to people that get certified, and I ask them, you know, what's their number one thing? It is the confidence thing. You know, they they feel more confident that they've gone through the certification process. You know, they're going and doing a reading for someone that has uh, received readings from hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of applicants 
applying to be certified over the last, you know, 17 years and has done thousands and thousands and thousands of readings for other people. So they know, you know, they know a uh um the person certifying you knows um, if somebody is is doing a professional level reading or not. That's that's the whole thing of getting certified. You know, it's not. Yes, we do a, a you know an exam that's you know more of a quiz, just general tarot knowledge, just to make sure that you know you haven't just picked up a deck of cards and, and never studied it, you know, that you actually have some knowledge of the tarot and the structure of the tarot and so so forth. And then the second part of the certification is the test reading. And but that's the main thing really is the test reading. The main thing is if we're going to certify you as a certified tarot reader, can you do a professional level tarot reading? And People get a lot of confidence from that. They didn't just study on their own and they got their deck of cards and, you know, they they started for reading for people. And, yeah, I mean, that's how almost all of us start, you know. But by going through the certification process, then they're able, uh, you know, to feel more confident because they know, hey – this person that's certifying me and I'm doing a test reading for that's on the other end of the line, uh, you know, they've done thousands of their own readings. They've uh, been read for by applicants by thousands of people. And by them saying that, that you know, I pass and I'm worthy of, of being certified, you know, that's a lot of confidence right there. Wow. I like that. There you I go. Never thought of, I never thought of it that way, but that is – I'm writing that one down too, Dax. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's another part of it too. It's not just getting certified, but, you know, who's certifying you? And uh, if it – you know, a lot of clients don't really care, you know, and a lot of times it's more for the reader – but if you do have an, a, a client inquiring, you know, how does one get certified as a tarot reader? What does that mean? You know, now you've got a way of explaining it. It, it means that an organization has come and uh, the, 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 the examiner from the organization who's done tens of thousands of their own readings for clients and have been read for by thousands of applicants – says that I can do a professional reading. Yeah, and, you know, the other, the other thing I, I wanted to say, um, too... Oh, go right ahead. Sorry, just out of curiosity, out of the test readings, because the two of you do that at the Tarot Guild for the certification process, is there, just just roughly, just small chit-chat, is there people that you don't pass or that you have them do more or kind of how does that work? Well, you know, in all the time that I've been doing this for, you know, years and years and years and years and years and years, it's pretty rare 
that somebody comes along that really can't do a professional reading. Okay. Most people can. And uh, I've had so many people apply, and then we're, we're going to do the reading, the test reading. You know, they do the exam and they pass. You know, most people pass that with flying colors. Some people, you know, get almost all the answers right. Some people barely get enough to pass, you know, but they almost everybody passes. If they don't pass the exam, it's an open book exam, you know, and I remind them of that and I tell them to go and retake it, you know, and if I need to give them some pointers, I give them some pointers and we get them over the hump of, get, you know, passing the exam. And then when it comes to the test reading, they'll say to me, Dax, I'm so nervous, you know, and it's hilarious because the, the ones that say they're nervous are the ones that give me the best readings, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, there, there's been a handful of people, you know, uh, you know, over 17 years, there's, you know, I, I can count on the fingers on one hand, the number of people that I've had to have, you know, really go back, brush up a little bit and, you know, do some more practice readings with other people, and then come back and 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 do another test reading. It's rare; it almost never happens. Most people, when they get to the point where they're applying for certification, they've already done that. They've done practice readings, uh, or they've even been a professional reader for some time. I mean, we get everything from people who've been a professional reader for. Uh, a few months already to 20, 30 years they've been reading, you know, you see. So that's why I think it's so rare that we get anybody that we need to uh, uh, retake the, the testing process. It, it, it's really, really rare, and I think that's why. Because uh, as a professional organization, uh, a huge percentage, maybe 80% of the people applying for certification have already been doing this for a long time, you know. Uh, and then we get the, the the new folks too, and for them, it's it's a real ego. I don't want to say ego boosting. Uh, what's what's the terminology we've been using? It's a um, confidence confidence boosting. Yeah, it's a real big confidence boost. Uh, when they go through the the certification process, and we put the you know stamp of approval on them that yeah that that was a pretty professional reading that you did for me you know and th that uh, really opens things up I think for a lot of readers that's what they need they need that little is shot in the arm is there a directory for the readers certified by the Terra Guild yeah actually you know our our website crashed. Uh, the servers died uh, a couple years back, and the website as it is now, thetarotguild.com, uh, is only a couple years old. It, it's a uh, a brand new website, and the platform uh, is is a a full social networking website. It's like Facebook for tarot, really, you know. And we used to have a static website out there with a reader's directory on it. Uh, we had that website for 10 years, and the servers finally crashed. And then when we uh, had to rebuild the website anyway, I said, hey, let's let's go full bore and do 
uh, this social networking website. On there, we have a reader's directory. You just look on the website. You'll see reader's directory. You just uh, click on there. Now, the and thing how to understand. How do we know if they're now, certified? Is there, is there a directory for certification people? The people that are on the reader's directory are only people that have been certified by the Tarot Guild, and, and that's that's written out on that page. You know, if you go to the page, it'll tell you that uh, only certified uh, guild certified tarot readers that are also professional members. They have to, they have to be not just certified, but they have to be a professional member of the guild and certified, and then they're in the readers directory. But the okay, thing so if someone is certified and someone is a professional mm-hmm. member, then they become part of that directory automatically. Oh, automatically, yeah, yeah. We, oh, we okay. put them on there, yeah. But the Thank thing you for is, that. Mary, uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off there. You were going to say something brilliant. Can you remember your thought yeah. wave? Let, let, let me finish up real quick here I because I, I've been, I, <laughs> she can't remember. I've been trying to uh, – no, I, I, I wanted to finish up on that point real quick because uh, there's something about the new website that people might not understand is, you know, we've been doing this for, for almost 18 years now. We're coming up on, on – uh, uh, well, 17 years, I'm sorry. We're, we're coming up on our 17th anniversary. We're going to be in our 18th year after October. And literally – Thousands of people have gone through this process. They're not all on that directory, and I wanted to make that that distinction. You know, if you go to our Tarot Guild group on Facebook, uh, which has like almost uh, all of our uh, members going going back to when we first went online uh, in 2009 was when we first went online. Uh, there's 6,600 and something people. On the new website, if you if you look uh, uh, under members, you know j- just everybody that's on the website, you're going to see that there's only a few hundred people, and that's because we built this new website and we're trying to get people onto the website <laughs> that have been members for years, you know, professional members and are certified, but they ha- they they never made the the journey, you know, they never made the the the, the shift and and got onto this new website. So the 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 readers directory only has a tiny fraction of the people that are actually certified tarot readers that have been certified through the tarot guild and tarot masters and tarot professionals. I just wanted to throw that out there so everybody understands when they go there. It's like there's only a, a a, a small list, and it's like, yeah, that's because most of our membership has not made it onto the new website. And well, you, only, uh, you really only got that started. What was it, December? And now January was when it kind of really got heard about of 2021. So this website is almost brand new, isn't it, Dax? Well, it came out in uh, I think it, I think we built it for the 15th anniversary, which would be two years back. So that would be uh, I, I think it was 2018 when we actually uh, built it. Oh uh, yeah, um, the whole year of their COVID lockdown that just slipped my memory. Sorry about that. You're yeah, right. yeah, 2018, yeah, yeah. 2019, somewhere Got in there, it. 2018, 2019. You know, but yes, because of the COVID. Because of everything going on, I mean, and just trying to get the word out, it's been slow going. The the uh, the group on Facebook is 
growing by leaps and bounds. I mean, you know, we hovered in the 4,000 range for forever, and, and now, you know, every week we're getting dozens, if not hundreds of people joining uh, the Facebook group. But, you know, to, to get the people over to the Tarot Guild website, the new one, you know, you, you are right in that people have only started picking up on it at the beginning of this year, you know, that, that there's this new website, <laughs> that we have a new website, you know. And it's just been so hard to get people onto the website, really, really hard. Anyway, uh, we got to run, Rini, because we're at the end of the show. But uh, anything yeah, else well, that you guys, want to mention about? Thank you very about? much for all that you do for us. Thank you. Awesome, uh, thanks for Charles. calling. Yeah. Have a great weekend.